I want you to carry that torch of play with you inside of your heart. And I want you to be as embodied, as freely expressive, as free, and as playful as you can possibly be in your life. Because what that allows you to do is it allows you to be authentically yourself. Welcome to the Heal Through Play podcast, where we explore healing through play. I'm your host, Lisa Dovgish, and I'm a spiritual life coach, energy healer, light code activator, improviser, and self-proclaimed meme lord. (laughs) My goal with this podcast is to bring light into the otherwise dark process of shadow work and healing by featuring guests from all walks of life who share their stories of healing mental, emotional, and even physical wounds through the magic of playfulness. Whether that be performing improv, creating art, doing yoga, choosing to be silly and lighthearted, or anything else in between. Welcome to the very first episode of the Heal Through Play podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. And I just wanted to record today and talk about the idea for this podcast, tell you a little about myself, and go into improv theory, go into some of the spiritual concepts I hope to convey through this podcast. So stick around and we will dive into it. So the very first thing is, hi, my name is Lisa, Lisa Dovgish, and I am a lot of different things. So it can be kind of hard to define what exactly it is that I do. But as of now, I identify with the title of an alchemy activator. I think that that is the best thing that describes what I do. So I do energy healing. I do improv, comedy. I am a psychic, a light code activator. I am also highly intuitive, claircognizant, clairvoyant. So all of those things mean that I can communicate with spirits. I work with people's spirits, ancestors, council of light, spirit guides, I work with different deities. Some that I have worked with in the past include Anna, who is Jesus Christ's grandmother. I also have worked with Mary Magdalene. I have worked with Jesus here and there, not as much. I have worked with Lilith. I have indirectly (laughs) worked with Lilith. Um, I don't want to say that I directly have worked with her, but here and there. It's interesting because deities, because I'm such a strong channel, they will kind of use me to work with my clients. So I serve as a very strong channel. And if someone has any specific deities that want to work with them, then I'm able to provide that and serve that purpose of communicating whatever messages need to come through from that benevolent, wise being for my client. And of course, I do the same for myself. I've also worked with Medusa, I've worked with Hecate. I work with Gaia a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Yeah, so 
that's I think everything on deity work. I am a witch. <laughs> I do some witchy ass shit. <laughs> I'm still learning divination and all of these other things. I'm very, very, I'm like a baby witch, basically. I just kind of follow my intuition and do more for myself than anything else, I would say, as far as any uh, tools go, like seership through different tools. There's a name for it that I can't think right, think of right now, but my spirit guides were very adamant about me getting a crystal ball, so I have one, but I have yet to really study it, but I have that. Um, so I do a lot of different things. I can read for people, again, connect with spirits, connect with spirit, with God, get messages across. I did manifestation mindset coaching for a year and I really loved it and I was very incredible at it and helped all of my clients. But that came out of alignment for me last August. So August of 2021, I was being pulled away from it. And so because I was being pulled away from it, I was in this uncertain place of well, what am I going to do next? How am I supposed to make money? My business was the primary way I was making money and I was doing really well. And it all just came crashing down in this tower moment energy. And I went through a dark night for about four months. It's probably the most difficult period of my life in my teenage and adult years. So my childhood was very difficult, but this has been probably the second most difficult <laughs> period of my life, right behind my childhood. Yeah, the idea for this podcast came to me in January of 2022. I had moved out of my apartment that I had manifested, and I was living in Missouri at the time, close to my best friend who was living there, going through a lot of activations, a lot of initiations, just fucking crazy shit, like psychic activation and a lot of transmutation and healing. It was a very, very important period in my growth for my career, for myself, for my spirit. And in January, I was back in Texas. I was homeless. <laughs> I was living uh, with my friend who pulled me out of the situation that I was in, and I'm very thankful to him, but I was staying with him, and I was in a place where everything was in shambles, like everything had been stripped away. My business, everything I thought that I was able to do, and I thought I was being a coach, being able to lead people, that was completely stripped away from me. And I just felt worthless. I felt the just the darkest, saddest, angriest I've ever been, aside from my childhood. But I was at a point now in January where I was like starting to come back, okay? Just like starting to build myself back up. And I had my feet propped up on the, had my legs propped up on the wall, staring at my feet. And I'm just having this like moment of, enlightenment staring at my feet <laughs> I'm like staring at my feet and okay this is so <laughs> like you guys are gonna <laughs> so 
my ex had a foot fetish. Now it wasn't like a full blown foot fetish, <laughs> but it was like it was a foot fetish. I'm not gonna say what ex because I want to maintain their integrity, but they had a foot fetish and. <laughs> I never got it. Like, I was like, what? You know? And um, it was something that they were really ashamed about, too. So they they only shared it with me, which I feel like very honored. And I like love them. And, and I love that person to this day. OK, but I was staring at my feet and I'm having this moment of like, why do we not like our feet? Like, why do I feel why do people feel weirdly about feet? You know, so I'm just kind of staring at my feet and out of nowhere, I get this download. And I get the download for this podcast alongside an idea for what I'm going to do for my business. And I was like, okay, I have nothing else to do. I, I have no other plans. Like, what is there to lose? Let's do this. You know, I'm going to follow the guidance. And so I just followed the steps, started this podcast. I'm recording this literally right after I recorded my last guest for this podcast for season one. So I'm finished with season one. Okay. And it is the end of March now. So it has come along so beautifully and I love it so much. But basically the idea for this podcast is I want to bring on guests from all walks of life who can share their journeys of healing through play. And that can be improv, which is my preferred art form. That can be through painting. That can be through yoga. That can be through BDSM, through sexual embodiment, through movement, through dance. There are so many different avenues that play can come into our life. But the core idea there is to allow people the blank slate to be able to create whatever they want with no expectation, breaking patterns. And that's what play is. That's what the energy of play does, where I'm not thinking about who I am as Lisa. You're not thinking about who you are as Kate, David, Samita, whatever your name is, right? You're not thinking about that. You're not thinking, how does Lisa act? How does Kate act? What does she do in this situation? Rather, you are just allowing whatever needs to flow in and out to do that, to flow in whatever form you choose. And through this season, through season one, you will hear from improvisers, incredibly talented improvisers who have done incredible, incredible things. You'll hear from people who have been able to heal from physical illnesses, from accidents, through play. You'll hear from yoga instructors. You'll hear from TikTokers that have a big following. You'll hear from painters. And I'm saying these all in the plural form, but a lot of these are just singular people. But through the podcast beyond this season, you'll hear from all of these different people. And so what I want you guys to take away from this is an inspiration, a spark. I want you to carry that torch of play with you inside of your heart. And I want you to be as embodied, as freely expressive, as free, and as playful as you can possibly be in your life. 
because what that allows you to do is it allows you to be authentically yourself. And a lot of times we don't let ourselves be ourselves. We literally don't let ourselves be. We're constantly putting judgments on ourselves. We're constantly doing all these different things. And when you're in the energy of play, when you're choosing laughter and joy and happiness over judgment and sadness and whatever, you are breaking those patterns of judgment, of expectation. You're saying, you know what? I'm just, I'm just accepting. I'm just accepting it right? Like the Stoics would say, you have to accept reality. You don't argue with reality, right? And so what I'm offering you is an opportunity to play with reality, not just accept it, but also play with it and love it and be curious and creative with it instead of judging it and all of these other things. So that's the idea for this podcast. I want to talk a little bit about improv. So improv is everything to me. (laughs) I love improv. I found improv at a difficult point in my life when I was in my freshman year of college. And actually, that's not true because I did improv in high school, my senior year of high school, but it didn't quite count. We, We had an improv troupe, but like it wasn't very good. And we didn't have any knowledge of improv theory or anything like that. So it wasn't like we were studying improv. We were just like putting on shows and playing improv games. But I discovered improv my freshman year of college, or actually right after my freshman year, when I didn't get accepted into the BFA program at my school. And I always tell people that I started improv out of spite (laughs) because I didn't get a, didn't get accepted into the BFA audition, didn't get in, which is for anyone that doesn't know what that is, it's the theater program at a lot of uh, liberal arts colleges, specifically mine was at uh, St. Edwards University here in Austin, which I adored and loved going there, but I majored in writing and rhetoric after my freshman year. I didn't pursue a theater degree because I didn't get into the BFA, but I didn't get into the BFA. And that summer, I was so angry. <laughs> I said, you know what? Fuck you guys. I, this is the exact languaging that was happening in my brain, okay? I said, fuck you guys. <laughs> I will show you what a great actress I am. And I ended up taking two dance classes and an improv class that summer just to, you know, develop my skill set as an improviser, or sorry, as an actress at the time, I wasn't identifying as an improviser. So I took the improv class, and that was what stuck. And I fucking loved improv. I loved the community. I went to every single jam that I could, which for anyone that doesn't know what a jam is, it's just you show up and you play some improv games, just random people, you know, a, an improv theater will put on a jam. It's complete. It's free. At least the ones in Austin are all free. And uh, yeah, anyone can show up all levels. You don't even have to have improv experience. You can come play. And then a lot of theaters uh, also do like a little mini showcase at the end of the jam. And it's just super fun. You get, you can meet, you can network at these things. And that was what I did. I went to every single fucking jam that I could at the theater that I was at at the time at the institution theater. And I took level 101 improv class. And then I started doing free shows, like anything I could sign up for, I would do. And then eventually it got to a point where I 
didn't audition for anything anymore, I would get invited to audition if I was auditioning, or I would just get cast. I would just get asked to be in shows, which felt really good because it gave me validation. (laughs) It validated me and my Leo sun. I'm a Leo sun, a Capricorn moon and a Sagittarius rising. So my fucking Sag and Leo sun were just living for that shit Uh, and still do. I'm doing a show in June uh, with a very dear friend of mine who's putting on a sketch show. I just got invited to audition for something today, but I can't come because the auditions are next week. So feels great. (laughs) Feels good. But um, yeah, so I fucking love improv. Okay. And I want to talk about improv theory and the parallels that we see between improv and spiritual concepts that I teach as a coach, as a healer, as a content creator, as a meme artist, (laughs) because I guess that's also what I am now. If you don't follow me on Instagram, please go follow me. I have some really fucking awesome memes on there and I just fucking love making them. But yeah, so improv theory. In improv, there are some guidelines that good improvisers, or I should say not good, but advanced improvisers use. And the reason I say guidelines is because there's a saying in improv that there are no rules in improv, and there aren't. There are no rules in improv, but there are guidelines for good improv, especially if you're doing it for for performance improv where we're doing straight improv for the stage, right? So there's guidelines that performers use. And one of these guidelines is to, and this is, I mean, I say just performers, but I mean, it, it, it can also, it also applies for applied improv. I'm not limiting anything, anyone. Okay. Anyway, I don't want to explain myself. <laughs> so yeah. So the very first rule guideline guideline, language check, very first guideline of improv is to say yes and. And what that means is you say yes to the present moment, to the reality of what is now, and you add to it. So you're building on the reality that has been created, that your scene partner has created. And I already talked about this earlier about accepting reality, right? Saying yes to reality and not arguing with it and actually playing with it right and so that is the literally the core of improv guys it is the core of improv it's the core of improv and so even if we like if we don't talk about anything else and we just talk about yes and we'll have an entire season worth of material because I believe improv and at its core the guidelines are this like ancient spiritual practice of meditation and consciousness and expansion and acceptance. All of these ancient spiritual teachings that come from gurus and monks and ascended beings are present in improv, which I just think is so fucking cool. So we've got yes and, okay, which is don't argue with the reality, accept it, right? That's the first guideline. Second one is listening. Okay, so listening, you need to listen to what the other person is offering in the scene, right? If I don't know what's happening, I can't yes and the situation. So if somebody comes to me and is like, we're on the moon and we find out it's made of cheese, I'm not going to say, oh, no, you're in your 
grandma's place. You forgot to take your meds, right? That's denying the reality. Okay, we want to accept it. And maybe I'm saying that because I didn't pay attention to what they were saying. I didn't pay attention to the initiation, to the offer. So that's important to keep in mind. Listening. Okay, so you always listen before you react. You always, I mean, you're, you're going to react, but you have to listen way more. A good performer does more listening than they do initiating and creating independently. And there is no independent creating an improv necessarily. So that doesn't even apply. But yeah, so listening. Okay. And when we look at spiritual concepts and we look at the Stoics and we look at yogis and just ancient principles, right? They talk about you need to listen more than you talk. You need to be listening to what is around you. And even if you read Think and Grow Rich, like, we're not even talking about spiritual teachers, right? Like we just look at affluent, influential members of our society of present and past, such as Napoleon Hill, who wrote Think and Grow Rich. He, or actually, I'm sorry, not Think and Grow Rich. I'm thinking of How to Make Friends and Influence People, which is by Dale Carnegie. I apologize. Dale Carnegie. Okay. So he talks about, you need to listen to people, right? And that is how you can win friends and influence people. <laughs> also, that book is like, it's spiritual, but it's also, it's also this like master course in manipulation. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think that, okay? I think it's an incredible, amazing book and I love it. But I think that it hasn't necessarily aged well. You guys can let me know. You send me a message and be like, fuck you, Lisa. That's not even, that's my favorite book. Like, fuck you. <laughs> you know, that's fine. I'm okay with you, <laughs> with you getting mad at me about that. But anyway, sidetracked. <laughs> so listening, right? Listening. It is present in both improv, a prominent guideline of improv, and in like every fucking spiritual concept and teaching that you can think of. Then we have another guideline. So, so far we have yes and, we've got listening. And then the third one we have is reacting, right? Responding, okay? So I shouldn't say reacting, rather responding, right? So once you've said yes to the reality of now and you've listened, now you're going to respond to what the person has offered you in the scene. And so that's building, okay? So using the example of we're on the moon and we find out it's made of cheese, right? I would say, and there's green aliens that are trying to take over our spaceship, okay? I'm adding to the reality. And then now we're co-creating the scene, the reality that we are in. So let's talk about that in the spiritual sense, spiritual sense. I'm judging my, I'm judging my language, guys. In, a, in the spiritual teachings, okay, that's the word, verbiage that I will use. And something you guys need to know about me is whenever I do these solo podcasts, which won't be very often because this whole podcast is based on interviews, but I am very picky about words <laughs> because I, say it with me, uh, majored in writing and rhetoric, uh, a fancy way of saying I got an English degree. And so I'm very fucking picky with word choice. And I also get sidetracked. Hello, that's what we're doing right now. Super fun, train of consciousness, train of thought, speaking, whatever. Love it, love it, love it. We're, we're here for it. We're eating it up. We're accepting it. And so responding. 
back to back to our topic, guys, responding. So when we look at spiritual teachings, you are responding to what is happening in the present moment. Ancient teachings tell us that we are not reacting to what is of the past and we're not reacting to what is of the future. We are responding to what is here in the now. You are playing and co-creating with the current reality of now, right? So even when you're manifesting, like thinking of manifesting, what you're doing is you're creating the energy of what you are manifesting in the current moment, right? So you're literally manifesting it in this moment, bringing it into fruition in this moment, taking the thing that is not in this current reality and this frequency and this paradigm that you're in now and you're taking you're gonna go whoop I grabbed it and I'm gonna bring it into my reality right and the two become one and bring it into this present moment and so what I'm doing is I'm looking at my current reality I'm saying okay current reality thank you for this uh fuck you I'm gonna manifest what I want Oh, I'm going to manifest what I want, right? Thank you, but also no thank you. I would I would like to expand this experience. I hope you guys aren't manifesting by telling the universe to fuck off and uh, saying fuck you to the present moment. But if, th- if that's what you're doing and it's working for you, like kudos. I'm not here to fucking judge you. You know what I mean? Like live your life. So anyway, God responding. Okay. Now we have our very last guideline that I'm going to share. And there are like a gajillion more. I'm just talking about the ones that are coming to mind now and the ones that I can relate to spiritual concepts. Okay. So the very last one is going to be something that I am stealing artistically from uh, my very first improv teacher, Tom Booker. Actually, he wasn't my first. He was actually technically technicalities, guys. He was kind of my first he was like my first improv introduction to like formal improv okay like performance improv and theory and then I had my first improv teacher and then he was technically my second improv teacher for 201 but it doesn't matter guys so what he would say all the time is get out of your head and into your heart get out of your head and into your heart so translation be in this moment now that's what that's saying. Be here now. So that means I'm not worried about the past. I'm not worried about the future, right? I'm here now. I'm responding to this now. I'm listening to what's happening now. And I'm saying yes and to this now. And I feel like I don't even need to explain that one, but I'm going to. (laughs) So coming out of your head and into your heart. Okay. I love that saying because what I think improv does. I think improv is alchemy. Improv is alchemy. And we are able to alchemize energy by coming into the heart because your heart is the powerhouse of your energy system, guys. As an energy healer, I'm here to tell you, (laughs) your heart is the powerhouse of your astral body. It is the powerhouse of your physical body. It pumps blood through your entire body. There is not a cell of your body that does not get touched by what is moved through the heart, the blood that moves through the heart, okay? Every cell of your body. So with that in mind, your heart is your powerhouse. And so coming into that powerhouse, 
you're literally tapping into your power to transmute, to alchemize, to create. And that concept is offered to you both in ancient teachings that teach us to be in the now and an improv that teaches you to get out of your fucking head and into your heart to come into this moment. <sighs> yeah. So that's what I wanted to share about improv theory and some of the parallels that I see between improv and spirituality. So that's it for this first episode. I hope you guys enjoyed that. It's a short one because I just wanted to introduce you to this, allow you to bask in it, love it. And I hope you enjoy the season. You're going to hear from some really fucking incredible people. Be sure to follow me on Instagram. Share your thoughts with me. If you love the podcast, then please, please, please rate it and leave a review wherever you're listening, whether it's Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anywhere else. Please leave a review please give me a rating so more people can discover this magical little space on the internet that we are (laughs) co-creating. So I love you guys. I hope you enjoy the rest of your morning, your day, your night, whatever you are experiencing. If you are beyond the confines of space and time, I hope you enjoy your void. I will talk to you next time. Bye guys. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Heal Through Play podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave a review and feel free to share your thoughts with me through an Instagram DM. I'd love to hear about how this episode resonated with you. Also, please check the show notes for links on how you can connect with me and the guest of today's podcast. There's also a link for a form you can fill out if you'd like to be featured on the podcast and share your stories of healing through the energy of playfulness. I also have incredible offerings for psychic readings, energy healing sessions, and light code activations. So if you're feeling called to do healing work with me one-on-one, then please send me a DM or a voice note on Instagram at Lisa Dovegish so we can dive into it together and see what kind of magic we can create in your life. And I also post some pretty dank memes. So whether you're interested in healing or just laughing your ass off, join the Instagram community. Again, thank you for tuning into this episode, and I can't wait to connect with you. Until next time.